Welcome, everybody, yet another episode of the Wrestling Versus the World podcast. If you are enjoying your day, sweet. If not, what the frick ever. So, it's time for the first time in a little bit. It's time for yet another Saturday Morning Slam review. I believe this is the seventh episode so far, based on my calculations, but I'm an American. I know how to count, but just choose not to properly. So, gonna toss right in. Right away after the start of the show, we got a match. Rey Mysterio versus Michael McGillicuddy, a.k.a. Curtis Axel. And once again, who's on commentary with Josh Matthews? Santino. He's going to be a recurring theme in today's episode, sadly. So, like, this match, I gotta say off the bat, I'm not all that impressed just because of one big problem we kept seeing for what felt like two random reasons. Camera cuts. And I don't mean, like, different camera angles. I mean constantly, once again, cutting away to the commentary team. I mean, we established with this show... Anytime they're going to do any move to head or neck, they got to do camera cuts because it's too violent. But they kept doing it for moves that weren't even aimed at the head or neck area. But when we get to this match, lock up, McGillicuddy gets Ray to the corner and he pats him on the head like a child like, oh, it's okay, yeah, little guy. And then he does that whole thing where he drops to his knees and puts his fists up like, hey, ready to spar there, hey. Like, really? It's Ray Mysterio, of all people. You don't take this man lightly. And, and also, almost forgot, Ray was even doing that entrance scene where he's putting his head up against anybody wearing a mask. I'm wondering if he's telling anybody to do their li- something with their lives like a little bitch or whatever. Hint, hint. So, Ray's allowing McGillicuddy to run the ropes just back and forth, and Ray's just stepping on the side like, yeah, huh, all right, come on, get out of your system. It's like, okay, that's stupid. And Ray even gets chucked under the bottom rope, and it looks like he almost slid on the floor, but somebody kind of rolled through. So he tried landing on his feet and then did jumping jacks to show off. He gets back in the ring. He's doing jumping jacks some more. Big whoop. And as we go to commercial, Ray does that running seated senton to McGillicuddy off the apron onto the floor. Which, okay, I'm glad they didn't have to cut on that. You get back from commercial. Ray's still in control. But then the momentum reverses when McGillicuddy dodges Ray, who's charging at him out of the opposite corner. And then the camera cuts start getting annoying because... McGillicuddy's doing those corner or shoulder barges like Brock would usually do to somebody in the corner, like right to their gut. Cameras are constantly cutting there to show, oh yeah, Santino and McGillicuddy, or Josh Matthews are at commentary like we care. And even the falling elbow drop that he did to Ray also got a camera cut. Like, did he hit him in the face or something? If not, then why do the cut? And then Ray's going for like, finally going for flying head scissors. But then as he's getting trying to do the move, it gets reversed into a backbreaker for a near fall. And again, with, pun, with the impact, camera cut. So what, you can't do a move to somebody's back without the camera avoiding it? And then just a bit later, McGillicuddy's got Ray up on his side looking like he's going for a sidewalk slam. And he's talking to the crowd. And then he drops him in the move, but you, didn't, you missed the impact because the crowd was being shown the whole time. It's just... Oh my god. Again, this was not a move to the head, so what's with the camera cuts? Like, we can't even see a sidewalk slam. What if Kane was doing a match? Would you have to do the camera cut there, too? Then Ray's finally mounted a comeback. He gets that top... Does that see his centum off the top row? Flying head scissors. And then the camera stopped. Like, Ray's going up top. Looks like he's going for a moonsault. And McGillicuddy gets up, and they completely cut away to the part where he stops Ray from attacking him because I think, yeah, Ray had to be going for the moonsault. He gets him up for a, the electric chair and they both reverse with roll-ups and everything for near falls. Ray tries going for the 6-1-9, gets a kick to the gut, and then somehow, McGillicuddy is seated up in the ropes. We don't know how it happened because, again, camera cut, but he's seated up in the ropes, like, between the top and middle, kind of like how Asuka does it. Then Ray hits a 6-1-9 to McGillicuddy's ass, and then top rope splash for the win. 
So this, it was a decent match, but again, the camera cuts at the most random moments just feels unnecessary to the point where you miss a good amount of action because some of those move those moments where the camera cuts were being done were some nice moments because again i wanted to see that sidewalk slam but no it might be too violent he might have ray might have bounced his head off the canvas now this next moment i saw i just want to bring this up because i had never seen this before during if you guys remember during all these shows that you would play those be a star campaign ads being like oh be tolerant of others and all that goofy shit you got non-WWE talent talking about the history of bullying like David Arquette and MGK and all them. And at the end, they show a URL. It's like BeASTARAlliance.org or something like that. And during while I was watching this, I paused the show and I was looking up the website. And instead, it's a redirected URL. It's like community.wwe.com and it's got like inclusion programs or anything like that so now the url is just a redirecting to wwe.com again just like if you went to like ecw.com or wcw.com nowadays everything is going to get redirected to wwe instead of a standalone different domain website so wwe absorbs something else now we get to the wwe the saturday morning spotlight showing santino morella and even the announcer even Pretty much showed how stupid the Cobra is because he said, comparing Mr. Soccer to the Cobra, they're both just sock puppets. That's what I've been saying. So, why is the Cobra looked at being so damn deadly all of a sudden? Like, he just puts the sock puppet on his arm and somehow it's fierce enough to strike his fist into somebody's throat. And it's like, oh yeah, Cobra, oh, I win matches. It's a stupid thing. And somehow it wins matches. Now we get to a new segment. We get like a whole yes or no questionnaire with daniel bryan because of course he's got to be like yes no and he's gonna give his answers stuff so first of all do you dream of hamburgers no i mean of course not have you did you see me try to eat a meatball next question have you ever made a mistake no because he's perfect dude you're no kurt hennick okay do you know the taste of defeat he's like no because i always win except for when i lose yeah that suddenly hits you like a freight train do you believe in unicorns? No, because they're the dumbest fictional characters. I'll tell that to the people who like make the rainbow shoot out like a fucking what is it the CGI shit or whatever for a Skittles commercial? Taste the rainbow. You probably have a unicorn flying around in there. Tell them that. He's like, do you play video games? No, because I'm not an idiot. Well, fuck you too. Do you like magic? No, because it's pure fiction and he's a man of science. Okay, yeah, I gotta give it to him there. I don't believe any of that shit that Fantasio or whoever the hell was doing. Like, ooh, sparkly shit. Ooh, underwear. Uh, next one, do you like ice cream? Yes, especially when it's made of almond milk. Ugh. That does not sound delicious whatsoever. I thought he would have said something generic like Rocky Road or something, but no, almond milk? Yuck. Then he's like, then they're like, do you want a tag team partner? No, because he can do everything himself. Well, what about in a threesome? You need a tag team partner there too, don't you? And then finally, do you like goats? And that's when he starts getting pissed off. He's like, no, no, no. He kicks an anvil crate and there's a guy from backstage walking down the hall and he screams, no, at him. So he scares him to the point where he shits his pants before he storms off down the hallway. He's like... Well, okay, there you go, folks. You know a little more about Daniel Bryan. What an ass. Now you get to the next moment where they actually made a slight botch here. Mick Foley introduces the video of all because he says, 
remember this day they're airing the show on was October the 6th of 2012 yet he's saying that to this day it's been 14 years since the debut of Mr. Sacco but then you show the video vault of him with Mr. Sacco debuting when Vince is laid up in the hospital bed and it says October 5th 1998 so it's not 14 years to the day there Mick unless no 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 I was about to say a tape delay but that wouldn't work so it's like you got your dates mixed up dude now you get to the third degree segment the whole thing where they're asking superstars these questions and they have to ask them who is the better sock puppet mr sacco or the cobra so they have a few super they got six superstars maybe seven if you count little jimmy they've got the miz alicia fox Dolph ziggler r-truth mick foley and santina morella who do you think is better the miz of course says mr sacco smart choice alicia fox she says the Cobra, what is wrong with you? Dolph Ziggler, he was about to say the Cobra, but then Mr. Sacco would probably cause him to suffocate to death because of the smell, so he goes for Mr. Sacco. Our truth is like, oh, little Jimmy, he don't know who either of those are, so it's a toss-up. So, no vote. And then Mick Foley's like, are you serious? Of course, Mr. Sacco. Santino, I don't think he gave a full answer, but you can assume he says Cobra because that's his thing. And then we get a slight preview saying that on the next episode, we're going to be focusing on music. Because, of course, you got the woman, bam, baby, he's Slater. But in actuality, we're going to be looking at the man behind some of the greatest intros slash interest themes in wrestling history, Jim Johnston. So that, that actually looks like something that's promising for once. And then Santino ends the episode probably trying to talk to fans, possibly try to persuade voting, saying, like, oh, the, it could be a tie, but it better not be Mr. Sacco beating the Cobra. There's no there's no way the Cobra loses to Sacco. Nah, your Cobra sucks, dude, okay? Knock it off. Stop trying to persuade voting and playing politics and your goofy bullshit. So this, not a bad episode, but again, the match, too many camera cuts from significant moments. Like, how, again, how did Axel get tied up in the ropes there when you completely skipped out on that part? It's like, the video vaults, okay, you show a slight thing with an error date there. Daniel Bryan answering questions, slightly entertaining. The third degree was pointless. And that ceremony spotlight, again, too much focus on Santino. Again, I get it, he's a G-rated comedy character, but I don't find him that funny. The only segments I liked involving him or when he got super kicked by Shawn Michaels pretending to act like some kind of agent like when DX reunited. The beer segment with Stone Cold and the whole tea party segment with, she with Sheamus. And that was it. It's like his finisher still sucks. So don't put any for focus on him, please. Anyway, that is going to sell it for today's episode, folks. Let me know what you all thought of today's episode in the comment section below. Uh, I'm hoping that the next Saturday Morning Slam review is going to be worth it because, again... When you think of Jim Johnson, you think quality. You think of Santino Umbrella, you think shit. So if you enjoyed today's episode, folks, please remember to leave a like, comment what you thought below, subscribe if you're listening to this on YouTube with the bell turned on, or follow if you're listening to this episode on any other service that this web, this podcast can be found on, and I will catch you all in the next one. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody. Ugh, my head hurts.